love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movies Alex Podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow zealots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing great. I'm fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. This episode, we are doing a couple of reviews. Not not really one uh, uh, feature of presentation, since not one of us has seen every... or not Three of us haven't seen one movie. However, uh, I have seen all the movies, and... Uh, Paul saw one and Joe saw the other one, so that was a lot of words that just did not need to be said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we'll fix that in post. <laughs> and and we won't, of course. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, <laughs> It'll go out that way. Yep. <laughs> uh, we are reviewing The Nun, Creed 2, and that's... Uh, I put Greed 2 on my notes. <laughs> it's Creed 2, and that's... Uh, Joe, you saw that as well. I did. And, of course, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald saw that, and Paul saw that, so we'll do all those. But before we get to all that, of course, well, not of course, you probably don't know this because this is a fairly new feature from the cutting room floor. That's right. Uh, We're going to discuss things that we normally didn't discuss before, but we're going to discuss now. Joe, I know you have something because you just recently got done seeing The Daredevil Season 3. Is that correct? Yes. I finished it. I loved it, and then found out they canceled it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> they canceled their... Let me tell you something. There, there is no doubt now that all of the uh, MCU uh, Netflix shows are going to be canceled. Because if they canceled Daredevil, they're canceling Then there is no hope for anything. Yeah, I was nothing so hoping left. Punisher and Daredevil would be the two that they gone I heard that, for a long I heard time. That, I heard Punisher's still on, and so is Jessica Jones. Yes, yeah, those two because they've already, you know, they already moved forward with uh, creating new seasons. Those two are still coming out in 2019. Uh, however, I would not be shocked. In fact, I would be shocked if they didn't cancel them shortly afterwards after releasing those seasons. Yeah, uh, I think Disney is just grabbing the MCU and pulling it all to itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, oh wow, I, I certainly hope so because that that would be sad if uh, we didn't get any more. Uh, daredevil at all that would be because i don't know how how it works with that i mean if they cancel daredevil on netflix i mean when they if they can they re-pick it up on disney and keep the same cast and keep those story writers going i wouldn't see why not season three was the best of all of daredevil oh man yeah i i i loved i i absolutely you know i enjoyed uh iron fist and i enjoyed luke cage and at the end of those each the latest seasons i finished them i'm like okay that was that was good and then I watched uh, Daredevil. I'm like, wow. Now that's what the difference between these. You know, you know, I may have liked the other ones, but this was super good. Like it's far, yeah. hands down, uh, better series than those other two combined. Oh, it was so compelling. Because I mean, I would watch it like at four and five hour stretches. I mean, I think it took me two, two maybe three viewings to see the whole season. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I will admit it took, it took about three episodes to get started. Because, I mean, they, they got all weirdly religious-y in the first two episodes. Yeah, he kind of hung out in the bottom of that church basement thing. <laughs> yeah, and he's in the church basement talking about talking about Jeebus and all his wonderful stories and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you got to be kidding me. And then it suddenly got really good. Yeah, yeah. once it kicked, it kicked in, man, it was full, <laughs> full uh, throttle. 
It's good. Yeah, now, so it was amazing. The best season of Daredevil yet. I, probably the best of all the MCU on Netflix, I would say. Oh, let me, let me think. I, I tell you what, it's going to be close because I absolutely loved Punisher season one. <laughs> that, oh, me too. I, I did. <laughs> I love Punisher season one, but I mean, if I had to pick one to watch right now, it might be Daredevil. Oh, season maybe. Three. It might be. So good. So, Paul, you haven't seen this yet. I have not. I, uh, obviously, I've watched season one and two. Um, I saw Jessica Jones one and two. Um, um, Iron Fist one and two. Iron Fist one. Is there another? Is there another season of Iron Fist? Really? Yes, there is. Oh man! Oh, really? Yeah. Awful. Oh, uh, ne- neither you yeah, saw. That, that, was, that was kind of lackluster. Aww. Luke Cage, I even found not nearly as interesting as he was in Jessica Jones. But uh, did you see Luke Cage season two? No, I did not. Was it? Did it get good? Uh, yeah. The beginning of that, it, it you thought uh, <laughs> you thought Daredevil was slow going, Joe. Oh, Luke Cage, just for me at least. Like I, I watched like two episodes, then I just stopped watching it for like two months. <laughs> Then That's I was like, where I'm at. I fell asleep during the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. But let me tell you something. Once it gets going, it's it gets really good. But then it ends in a way that I'm not too happy with. So um, disappointing, to say the least. Uh, I won't spoil it for you or for those of you who have not seen season two of Luke Cage. It's the last season, at least on uh, on Netflix. We'll see what's going to happen with Disney Plus in the future. No, no, no season two of Defenders either. I, I take it. Uh, I would assume no. not. If it's not in the works, I think, I think that was so. intended as a one-off. They they never intended to do an additional season of that. Really? Okay. All right. Well, you'd have to have a, a big event or like a big uh, reason why all of them got together to fight one yeah. thing. It has to be an event so big that they're all needed, but not big enough to call in any <laughs> the of the actual big boys. Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's that's a tightrope right there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can't get Chris Evans involved. <laughs> well, you know, Netflix. Well, Netflix, you know, none of their shows like they're in the MCU. So, you know, when the whole uh, click the fingers, you know, the click the, that uh, affected the world, they nobody in the in the Netflix shows apparently they all got lucky, I guess. Well, I'm not sure how the timeline works on that. Yeah, we have to assume it was before. I mean, definitely it would be, come on, an event, right? I mean, people, it would affect everyone's lives, right? I mean. I would assume. Yeah, because they do talk in the Marvel shows about the Avengers and the invasions and things, so. Yeah, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. That's uh, it, it didn't seem, it, it's in the MCU, MCU, but it's not really. I mean, it doesn't really ever, nothing really ever affects you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's sad. It's like lip service to, the, to being in the MCU. But well, not really. maybe if they move over to that Disney+. That would be great if they finished off the last season of Jessica Jones with right at the height of the fight. Oh, she, she disappears. dissolves into nothing. Oh, that, oh, would, that would be cool. I, that I would like would, that, yeah, actually. Yeah. That would be I know really good. That sounds horrible, but at least it would be memorable. Yeah, that would be super good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Daredevil, season three. The final season, at least on Netflix. Go out, check it out. Super good. <laughs> Does anyone have anything else they want to uh, say before we move on to our flash reviews? I do. I'm oh, talking okay. about the AMC Stubbs A list. Oh yes, I too am a member. I got it recently, and um, it racks up prizes at a surprising rate. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mean like the five dollar certificates? Yeah, yeah. I had, I, we got, I had a we got of those. free concessions without even. I mean, we just went to a couple movies, and we're already racking these things up very quickly. Well, 
it, it's based on what you pay. So it's your monthly fee that you get mm-hmm. charged. But so the AMC A list. Additionally, when we went to the C Creed two, oh yeah, um, we got the the reserve seating of their Dolby theater. Yep. It has the has the full recliners and the sound is like pumping through the chairs and everything. Oh man! Oh, the, that Dolby theater was nice. It was a fifteen dollar ticket. You just say I want it and you're in, no additional cost. Oh, I'll have to. Come and down I ran and into that. a movie zealots alumni. At ah, the, at yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, he called me afterwards. <laughs> so he, uh, he ran in, he ran into you <laughs> yeah i'm walking out of the theater is that joe and i'm like whoa <laughs> yeah you and chris went to the same exact showing of creed 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he too is a amc studs uh or yeah what is it a list he's an amc stud <laughs> <laughs> he's an amc stud uh a list member so <clears throat> i imagine that being your both of your preferred theaters, uh, this could happen more and more often. Seems to be, yeah. It was kind of <laughs> neat seeing him, and we chatted about it, and he, uh, and he agreed with me, and vehemently disagreed with your review of Gaudy. <laughs> oh wait, what? Wait, what was my? <laughs> You're talking to him. He said, "You know, ever since Tom's been doing doing the movies on his podcast, his taste in movies has gone really downhill." <laughs> what? <laughs> He's just, he, he's trying to find the good in everything, and there was no good in Gaudy. That was terrible. Wait a second. Did I, what was my review of Gaudy? There's no way I you, gave that thing a good rating or a review. You you gave it way too high a rating. Uh, I, I, I find that hard to believe. I find that very hard to believe I gave that. Maybe watch on TV? Could that be? He said you you found something good in it. He he has this memory of you giving it something good. I just laughed. He's he insane. Said, yeah, the movie is horrible. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to come back on at some point. Come back on and defend his stance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yikes. All right. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the AMC uh, Stubbs. A- oh, Stubbs. That's what it is. Not Stud. Stub. Stubbs A-list. Uh, I have that as well. And uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The only thing I wish it would do, at least for my particular theater, I only have one theater in my entire area that's even local to me. And it's a ten. It's a ten uh, theater theater. <laughs> a ten. Uh, what am I? What's the ten screen? Screen. There you go. Ten screen theater. So with it being a ten screen theater, if I don't go to see a movie opening weekend, if it's not a blockbuster or a big movie, it <laughs> will most likely be gone by the time uh, I get around to go see it. So uh, I don't like that as much. I, I don't have the luxury of uh, the luxury of time when it comes to some of these movies. For example, there's a new horror movie with the possession of so-and-so that came out this weekend. And I'll be very curious if it's in my theater come next weekend. Although it very well may be because, quite frankly, there isn't a whole lot coming out in the next couple of weeks. This is a very dry season. I don't know if you guys checked the movies that are coming out, but wow, there's not a lot. Yeah, because if if you're a Christmas movie, you've been out already. and, uh... And if you're a good one, then you're waiting for Christmas Day. Yeah, I, I think they're going to do a couple of dramas trying to squeak in under the Academy Award deadline for the year. Now, yeah. the Aquaman thing is kind of oh. the odd, right? The one showing and well, then... that's the weekend. Yeah, that's the weekend before Christmas, right? The 21st it comes out. Yeah, but then you can you can sign up on Amazon to see it on the 15th, which I thought's odd. I saw something um, about Amazon Prime members. I, I, should, I should have really looked into this if I knew we were going to discuss it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. Which someone suggested it was because it was so bad that, you know, why else would you do that? But 
Um, I don't know. From what I've the trailers I've seen, I'm I'm in. I'm I'm going. I'm. I don't so, know. I, when I as soon as I saw them, you know, the the people riding the armored sharks versus people riding the armored seahorses, I I I got really afraid for this movie. Joe, that's right up your alley. What are you talking about? <laughs> You no, love those I mean, if, B movie if the shark crappy. had developed its own armor oh, I through see. some sort of genetic mm. engineering and, and gotcha. just eating people on the beach, I'd yeah. be in favor the of it. The man made armor on the shark is just, it's not realistic. Yeah. A I shark guess. cannot be tamed. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, All right. they, 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 they don't have the intelligence, right? I mean, well, yeah, you know. Uh, I hate to tell you guys, but that will be a movie review that we're doing. <laughs> so, Joe, <laughs> buckle in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna watch it. And is is Aquaman's pet octopus gonna be in in this movie? I'm just curious. Anyway, wow, I don't know, know anything about that. You are Aquaman much bigger Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, you're much a bigger Aquaman fan than we. <laughs> Aquaman was always that one super friend that everyone just went, "What?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, yeah, he's here just to fill out the get a full roster. <laughs> All right, let's move right on into our reviews. I'll start out with The Nun. This is a 2018 movie, rated R. IMDb has it at a 5.5 out of 10. Uh, I saw this the other evening. I saw I could uh, stream it, so I did so. Uh, The notes or the, let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. So here's some notes for The Nun. Uh, After the demon nun from The Conjuring 2 proved to be popular horror antagonist, a spinoff focusing on the character was greenlit, making her the second character from the franchise to get her own feature after Annabelle. The Crooked Man from Conjuring 2 will be the third in The Crooked Man. So there's a new movie coming out called The Crooked Man. And so this movie is having spinoffs like crazy. I didn't realize <laughs> this. Uh, the Conjuring had so many uh, spinoffs, but man, this thing is... It's no, com- I thought it was just like some bad PG-13 jump scare movie, so I never watched it. Yeah, no, this is a bad rated R movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no jump scares. Uh, yeah, so this is based on the uh, Conjuring or, or from the Conjuring. Uh, yeah, this thing has a lot of... The Conjuring is making a bunch of spinoffs. It's it's going to compete with uh, the MCU here pretty shortly <laughs> with as many <laughs> movies. Which would be well, interesting. First, they should take out Blumhouse and then go for the MCU. Uh, you know what they should do? They should combine them. Have the MCU versus the Conjuring people. If you think about that, like none of the superheroes, really, the only person that could combat them is maybe uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because what, what superpowers? Really taken on the undead yet? Have yeah. They? What were superpowers going to do to like a ghost? You can't do nothing with that. I mean, right. There's nothing. Iron Man can't do a damn thing. Hawkeye's got like eleven arrows, Tom. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange would be the only thing, only uh, person that could defeat or possibly combat the uh, the demons. Paul, you're uh, abnormally quiet through this conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I zoned out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> He's just having this fantasy of the MCU fighting ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> you know, the, the whole zombie, right? Well, not zombies. This is ghosts. So this is like possession. And... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm just not into. You know, it. there's there. I know the Marvel universe has had a zombie right attack where everybody becomes zombies and they all kill each oh, other. Oh yeah, I saw. Right? There's a whole uh, series. Yeah, an alternate uh, yeah. comic book history. Yeah, that's weird. 
All right. Well, enough about that. Let's get back into uh, the con or not the conjuring, the nun. The nun. Yeah. So there's another movie coming out called Crooked Man that apparently is also in the conjuring, conjuring Two. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Cinematic I, universe. I'm not. I'm used to having a piece of paper in front of me, and I'm reading this off a computer screen. So I'm totally off my game <laughs> with reading my notes. All right. Another another note. The strategy to keep Jesus Christ's blood in on her mouth, on her mouth, it's in her mouth, uh, and then spit it all over the demon's face has already been used in a movie. Tells from the crypt Demon Knight, where the female main character spits in the face of a demon. So this movie ripped off Tells from the Crypt Demon Knight. That's a sad state. That, that's, a, that's all you have to say about this movie. <laughs> really? Because, you know, I... Man, I love those Tales from the Crypt movies. Oh, man. They're, they're so, so cheap. Was that the one with Dennis Miller? Yes. Demon Knight is Dennis Miller. Yeah. Oh, hey, guy. Hey, man. What you, he's, just, he's just Dennis Miller in this movie. <laughs> he was. He was great. He had that greatest line. He goes, maybe I fell through some Duchovnian rift here. but <laughs> Yeah, he's just Dennis Miller in a movie. Yeah, so let me tell you what happens. No. Don't get me wrong. This movie isn't a bad movie. The fact that it's rated R, mm, I'm trying to figure out why it's rated R because there really isn't, I don't know if they curse. Uh, hmm. I don't know. There really aren't any real jump scares. The story is interesting. I like the I like the atmosphere they set up because you're like in some foreign country and it's old church or missionary and, and they have to go and find out why this nun committed suicide. And here there's a, there's a, there's a rift in the ground or something where the demons can come up and it's coming out and then they have to figure out how to close it and blah, 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 blah. And of course there's this vial of uh, blood that's from Jesus that they used before to close the rift. And at the end of the, during the climax of the movie, uh, the nun lady uh, has it in her hand. The demon throws her underwater is drowning her. Uh, the nun lady pulls or puts the the thing out of the water to show the demon that there's no blood in it. So the demon picks picks up the nun and drags her, pulls her in closely to her face, which I don't know why the demon would do this. And of course, the nun spits the Jesus blood on her face and burns the demon and the blood spills over into this pool of water, which at which the the uh, the rift in the decor or whatever is in this pool. So that closes a typhoon shows up and sucks all the water and the demon through the hole. So that's what happens to, in the climax of this movie. So are, are you familiar with this cinematic universe? I mean, apparently she was in I have a previous seen, movie? Or? I have seen all the movies. Now, with that said, I don't have any recollection of any of the movies, really. I mean, if I see a, if I see the trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. And they showed clips like from, I guess, The Conjuring in this movie to kind of set up like what's going on. And I recognize the actors. I recognize the scenes, but I don't, I couldn't tell you what movie it came from. Or <laughs> like I, I totally forgot that Annabelle was part of this. I saw those, so I've seen all the movies. I just don't know them well enough to put them together and piece the whole storyline together. I, I just I'm not that big of a fan. I should probably go back and watch them in I guess uh, order that they happened, not necessarily the order they re they were released. I don't know, but. So yeah, so they have this vial of Jesus blood that they've been using to, to uh, you know, stop this. So demon. do they keep using? I mean, how does it like regenerate itself? Or uh, no, I think just they just use it in uh, you know small portions. Except she because dumped it you out. Know, she used it all. 
you you better really need a vial of Jesus blood. Yeah, I'm telling right? you. Right, because once you use it up, I mean that that's got to be like well, more valuable than printer ink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if if you're a a monk, can't you just take wine and make it into Jesus blood? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, Paul. Oh. Holy Paul. cow, dude. That's ingenious. What? what? You're right. Look at this. I mean, holy crap! You have priests make gallons of it for you. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, apparently this is the real deal, though, and not just the wine that... It's they, actual blood. Well, wait, no, wow. Yeah, now, like, I don't, I don't want you, to, I don't want you to get excommunicated. I know, I know, I know. I think you could get kicked out of the church for saying that, Tom. Yes, I, that is yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she used it all up. And the thing is, see, the, the, the then what happened was, so the demon was burning, then the excess blood that didn't splat in the demon's face fell into the water, at which point... That blood caused the the hole to fill in and all the water to be sucked through. So if she just opened up the vial and shook it open so while she's like underwater, homeopathic Jesus blood. So all the water on the planet has the essence of Jesus. Oh, maybe it does now. It just seemed like she could just not done the whole you know, dramatic put it in her mouth and spit it on the demon. She could have just opened the vial up, let it mix with the water. Then that would have done the same thing anyway. Or just use a little bit. I mean, she used it all. There's nothing left. If, yeah. that, if that crack comes back, forget about it. Well, and if nuns are not the most practical people. And if it's for Jesus, you should swallow and not spit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think you're getting excommunicated, Paul. That, that, was, that was blood, Paul. Not, not a fluid. Oh, oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Holy mackerel. She's married to him. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Oh, Go ahead. Wow. I, don't, I don't know how many of those fluids that they saved. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're milking Jesus on the cross. This uh, is a bad sign. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, yeah. you just leave me out of any religiously connected movies. Uh, when <laughs> well, this isn't really that religious. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so I would let me say. Um, see, for these types of movies, if you're a fan of of uh, The Conjuring, I, it's almost hard not to see it, just because it's more of the story, more of the world, you know, being uh, brought Was to life. Scary? Was it scary? Uh, no. Um, yeah, there's a demon nun. Uh, she shows up a little bit, not that often. I I just like the the whole the whole environment that they they did. I like it. You know, it was like back country or blah blah blah. And of course, it ends and they get away. And then it turns out the one guy uh, leads into the beginning of one of the Conjuring movies. Like it leads directly into that. So. I mean, it was good. So I, I guess, I guess I give it a stream just for, because, just because. <laughs> uh, if it was a standalone so was movie, it better than Jason taking Manhattan. Holy mackerel! I'd have to watch. Sadly, I'd have to watch that over again because <laughs> it's been quite the time. <laughs> if I had this over, if I had this or Halloween, the new 2018 Halloween, I would most certainly take Halloween. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this is okay for what it is. I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping the new. The new uh, Possession horror movie is better. It looks like at least it's an interesting spin on the whole genre. Have you guys seen the trailer for that? No. Nah, no, no, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, the whole thing is like the, there's a this lady's possessed and the priest does an exorcism, but she dies during the exorcism. And They already had that movie. That movie was already made, right? Emily, what's her name? Yeah, well, let me finish what I'm saying here. So... She dies, and they take her to the uh, mortician or wherever you take dead bodies. And then the story basically happens at that point where the lady who's working overnight, 
you know, the demon's still in the body, so it's trying to, you know, get another host, and she's fighting it. So they stopped exercising her when she died? Yes, they didn't complete the exorcism. Can you believe you know, this? That, that's kind of lazy priestiness right there. Yeah, I know, right? Just, just like a couple more prayers and, uh, you know, put a pin in it. But nope, what she did it? not. What is it? Are the priests are teamsters now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come back tomorrow, you know, I guess. They're so. so lazy and surly. But at least that's a different plot. You know, at least that's something a little different on it. So, I don't know. It'll probably be crap, but hopefully I get to see it at some point. And I will give the review once I do. But let's move onward and upward to Creed Two, Joe, uh, I asked you to, if you could possibly get a couple notes because I literally just came from Creed 2, so I didn't have time mm. to really do it. So please, by all means, uh, if you did any prep, <laughs> now is the time to uh, speak. Now is the time. Here, let me type in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, let's see. We have Creed 2, and I, I, picked the, I picked the shortest description because some of them were pretty long. <laughs> So he's say under the tutelage of Rocky Balboa, heavyweight contender Adonis Creed faces off against Victor Drago, son of Ivan Drago, oh. uh, starring Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, and Tessa Thompson for our top three. Because hmm. those are the only ones that ever gave points. So I figured that's where credits stopped counting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have that directed by Stephen Campbell Jr. He And I looked him up. He also directed uh, the... 2016 movie The Land, which had a box office take of $17,958. Wow. I was going to say, oh. I don't know that movie. Now I know why. And you will be forgiven for not having seen it because apparently only wow. like 90 people did. <laughs> that one guy saw it 12 times. Well, it was actually only 45 people because it was in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the budget had a an estimated budget of fifty million dollars. Okay. Uh it did a opening weekend of thirty five million five hundred seventy four thousand November twenty fifth for its wide release. Oops. And up till this morning it had grossed sixty four million three hundred thirty six thousand. And this is the second uh, weekend, right? Yes, this is the second oh, okay. weekend. Well, so it'll do. It's well on its way. And, you know, I figure global, it's definitely going to make some money. It oh, should yeah. be fine. Uh, tomato meter, 83%. Oh. The audience scored it 88 with an IMDb rating of 7.9. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Yeah, so we have some facts for this one. Said uh, Sylvester Stallone backed out of directing this film. Oh. So he was offered it, but saw that guy with that seventeen thousand dollars in revenue and said, "That's my man." I see. Good he, choice. He right? was he was one of the uh, screenwriters, I think. He and he produced it, so yeah, he had a bunch of other roles <laughs> for this movie. Yeah. So he's like, "I'm he too turned, busy." Turned the directing over to this guy, and apparently he saw something in him because I, I think the guy did a great job. So yeah, yeah, good deal. Let's see, and we have let's see, Rocky, who is now training Apollo Creed's son, is two years older than Mickey was when he trained Rocky in the original movie. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. Say that again. Rocky, Rocky is older. Who is now training Apollo Creed's son is two years older than Mickey was when he trained Rocky. Wow, that can't be right. Is that right? This is in the uh, the, the the movie. I mean, it's not. Yes, in movie years, I guess. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if they they did, but I mean, it probably in real years because Burgess Meredith. Well, I loved him. Did not have access to all the HGH and steroids. That <laughs> has access to. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. 
Burgess and Meredith. Plastic surgery has come a long way as well. <laughs> yeah. Better living through pharmaceuticals. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh, let's see. We have Creed 2 marks the fifth collaboration on screen between Stallone and Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I think that's due to the, uh, what's that? Uh, Expendables? Yeah, Expendables, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got in there. Let's see. We have a brief fight scene between Rocky Balboa and Ivan Drago was filmed, but omitted from the theatrical release. What? The scene would take, but yes, the scene would take place in the hospital by the security desk area. Both would exchange fists before immediately being broken up by security and Drago's crew. Oh, extended version. Here we come. Right, it would have been cool, but I, I, I like the idea of cutting it because it really wouldn't fit Rocky's character in that movie. Very no, well. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Would they use their walkers against each other? <laughs> this isn't WWE, uh, Paul. Uh, it's funny. Let's see. We have Sylvester Stallone, Michael B. Jordan, and Tessa Thompson have all appeared in films that are part of the MCU. Oh. Stallone's in Guardians of the Galaxy oh. Volume Two. Yep. Yep. Jordan in Black Panther, and Thompson in Thor Ragnarok. All in right. addition, Dolph Lundgren played the Punisher, Frank Castle. Ah, uh, yeah. And v, uh, Milo Ventimiglia played Wolverine in the movie Wolverine. And he was in Blade. As huh. well, Bridget Nelson played Red Sonia back in 1985. And yeah, she I, once I, pushed a star in a She-Hulk film that never oof. made it made it to the part. I keep forgetting that Blade is a comic. So is Blade... Blade's not Marvel, though, is he? Apparently it is. Paul. Maybe I don't know. I I don't follow the MCU as closely yes, as Paul. Yes, Blade is Marvel. I uh, yes, almost definite. Now is Judge Dredd Marvel? Because I didn't mention. No, that. no, he's he's a is that independent not a Marvel thing. He's an independent. Really, yeah, Judge Dredd's independent. So Blade happened. So there's vampires in the Marvel universe. Yeah, that is kind of actually neat. I'd like huh. to see Captain America fight some vampires. That would be very interesting. I'd like to see if I'm he gets bit, what would happen. But Norman Reedus is in the... Is he, oh, no, sorry. Is in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Norman who, Reedus? Who mentioned him? Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's in Blade. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's in Blade. <laughs> he is in Blade. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's dead, so... <laughs> he didn't make it out of that alive. <laughs> was that Blade oh, 2 uh, or 3? I, I was hoping you were bringing back the Boondock Saints. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest movie ever. I love that one. Uh, all right. Is that all the notes you have? But, yep. Those are all my notes. All right. So what did you think? Tell me your review. I, I had a lot. I thought it was really fun because I went in and I saw the previews for it because when I first started Creed 2 was coming out, I'm like, oh, they're going to remake Rocky 3, right? <laughs> then I see the previews. I'm like, oh, no, they're remaking Rocky 4. Four. <laughs> And I was so happy they combined them all into one movie. It's a remake of Rocky three and four all at once. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job of that. And it, it was fresh. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, I think Stallone is better as Mickey than he was as Rocky. I like this combination better. Yeah. I really have empathy for him, that character. Like everything he does, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Because you feel for him. I mean, he's a much better Mickey than he ever was a Rocky. I like this. Him being the coach, I think he pulls off a lot better than he pulled off the fighter. Yeah, you know, what the, you know, what the most disappointing thing about that movie was. I know, I do know. Uh, no, Mr. T. <sighs> no, <laughs> oh, that that would be uh... Mr. T's son. <laughs> um, would be Mr. U. <laughs> oh come on! Oh. Uh, that we never got a resolution to that front 
light, that street light, whether or not it ever got fixed or not. If it ever got fixed, all right. <laughs> they left that just dangling. Because <laughs> right at the end when he was going to, to visit his son's house, I was like, there's going to be someone fixing a street light <laughs> yeah. getting out of the cab. <laughs> why, why keep bringing it up if you don't have some resolution? There's two things I knew that was going to happen. One, he was going to talk to his son in some way. And two, that damn street light was going to get fixed. <laughs> he talked to his son. I never saw that street light get fixed. <laughs> That's true. What the heck? Well, his son was that dork from Heroes, so it kind of bugged oh, yeah. me a little bit. Well, he was his son in another movie as well. He was, yeah, I think it was one of the earlier Creeds or Rockies or something, but... Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it hurt me that he had so many superpowers and heroes and completely wasted all of his strength. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm still mad at him from that, so... <laughs> I love. But I mean, I, I like this movie because I mean, it was so well done. I mean, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. As soon as, as soon as the right? fight, the first, as soon as the fight happened halfway through the movie, like, okay, well, he's losing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know, Rocky's going to come fight, back. You know, he's going to win, right? And, but you still, yeah. I mean, there was still tension, and oh, it yeah, was yeah. like, wow, I love this movie. It, it, they pulled it off so well. And I like the little things they did, like when Rocky said, "Oh, if you like when they're getting ready to do the montage to f- train for the final fight." We got to go somewhere. And you're thinking, okay, they're going back to Russia. Nope. They're going to yeah. a desert. <laughs> the exact they opposite. The desert, yeah. And then they had Dolph throw in the towel uh, for his fighter. Spoiler alert. Uh, you know, that's how it ends, which is a nice little thing. Cause you know, no one threw in the towel for what's his face. And Dolph was all obsessed. And he died and Dolph, Dolph threw it in to save his son. Because yes. He cared over more about his son. than he cared about the glory and all that. Yeah. Which he, the whole movie, it was all about the glory and getting that back. So, uh, yeah, it was a very, it was very nice how they wrapped all that up and Dolph, like even in the, in Rocky four, the Dolph character was all mean, 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 mean. And at the very end, they humanized him, and he said, I'll do this for me. And it looked like he really, you know, you felt sorry for him. And in this movie, same exact thing. And at the end, they show him and his son running in Russia side by side instead of him in the car pushing him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was really well well done i I thought this movie was i mean he came off as so likable right i mean by the end of the movie you're like this Dolph fan and they really made him unlikable at the beginning i mean they just made him a complete prick the entire movie he was a monster (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think he had the biggest arc of the whole movie oh one no no doubt yeah and and then the little girl that was born to disability that was not asthma which is a first for all of hollywood let me tell you something i i almost like broke down in tears and yelled at the screen in, in, in love with this movie. When he, when, uh, when, uh, Creed jr, he was on the ground, like the last time he was on the ground mm-hmm. and he got up and he ended up beating him up and winning the fight. I, you know, there was feet next to him standing there. And I thought that was going to be <laughs> what's his face. His dad, like the ghost of him, you know, how Mickey came. I didn't hear oh, no yeah. bell <laughs> you know, and do like some motivation thing. And I thought that's what was going to happen. Like, Oh, Oh no, this is going to be Carl. Oh, yes. Like Carl oh, Weathers shows up and says, I didn't hear no, bell. just something and get him motivated to stand up and beat the crap out of him. Oh my Lord. Let me tell you something. I'd have ran at the screen and I started kissing it and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I loved it how he went to the grave. He went to Apollo's grave and said, look, you know, I, I did it for me, not for you type of thing. It was like, wow, this is like, they actually took the time to put depth into these characters. Yeah, but the, wasn't it weird though? Like then, because his wife and child were in the background. Like, I have we're someone waiting to, for I have him to, to finish the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. with the tombstone. I have someone yeah. to introduce you to. <laughs> he points and they show I, up like, he's not actually there. <laughs> I, I gave that one a pass because, of, you know, I was like, oh, okay, we'll give you your smolts or whatever. I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, they did that. Like, what are they doing? 
<laughs> I, I felt sad stupid. for the world when that. Yeah, when he, like oh. they waited in the car for him to talk to the headstone. <laughs> I was like, oh, whatever. Well, maybe they believe in ghosts. Or uh, <laughs> so, that was so cheesy. Like, oh yeah, my lord, really are you was. kidding me? <laughs> but yeah, I I absolutely love this movie, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of middle aged uh, white people in my theater, and they like. They they clapped <laughs> like during the fight. They were clapping and stuff like people. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, somebody yes. Yeah, so at one point, somebody said something, and they, like the character was like, "Really?" And the guy answered, "Yes." <laughs> like, what are you doing? Why are you answering <laughs> the movie? Oh my lord! It, <laughs> well, it pulls yeah. It's, it's a Dolby Cinema, baby. It pulls you right in. <laughs> this wasn't Dolby, and I know this guy because this guy was sitting uh, had one seat between us, so it was him, empty seat, me. And there's a couple times throughout the movie, like he would say something and I could, I could feel like he wanted me to look over at him. So that way he could like engage me. I refuse to give, <laughs> I refuse to even acknowledge that he made a noise. <laughs> like I am not having a conversation with you throughout this movie. You just hold up your middle finger. Right? <laughs> but he had, he was sitting by himself. I was sitting by myself and he so badly wanted to talk to someone through this movie. I was like, I'm not going to be that dude. Yeah. He's hanging in his shower right now, Tom, because he denied him that little bit of human contact that he yeah. needed, right? Well, it's enough that he was talking to the screen. <laughs> and there's actually, there was probably, the theater actually, 11.30 showing on Sunday, and it was probably half full, and it was a pretty big theater, so it had a decent amount of people at this showing, which I was shocked. <laughs> and there must have been a half dozen people that were clapping <laughs> during the fucking. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it, it always cracks you up when people applaud at movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I was. I was recently. They like started to give it a standing ovation. I'm like. Oh yeah, yeah. They know. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the movies, they not here. They do that at the end of the movie. I, I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, like like, uh, Infinity War. I think at, when that movie ended, people were like, "Well, I don't know if they're giving a standing. They were clapping How as they were leaving." Supposed to be in tears. <laughs> yeah, Infinity War. It was just. Silent. It was like oh maybe I don't know whatever it was. Uh, Some of these movies, I, yeah. other previous ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, they, they clap, but not during the movie. I, I, <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah, but yeah, this movie. Oh, so good. I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I uh, hands down, inequivocally, give this a first run. Go see it. Uh, if you like, if you're a fan at all of Rocky movies, Paul, you've seen Rocky, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <he's so> <laughs> now, now this is not what we mean by unequivocal fan of Rocky. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen one, two, maybe three. Okay, so I you're not a fan. Okay, <laughs> so, no, not but, you. But maybe honestly, not. Michael B. Jordan has cut so well. The name Adonis works for him. Oh uh, yeah, Paul, you should actually go see. I mean, that. just go for the eye candy. Oh no, yeah, no, I know. And Black Panther, yeah, that was pretty obvious. Yeah. And what yeah. was the deal with like that at the beginning of the movie when they started having that sex scene? <laughs> like this is a Rocky movie. At least they cut back. Yeah, and... <laughs> it's like, don't get real. Okay, he proposed to you. Okay, yeah. I, I think the sex is implied. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to actually get into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, take a shirt off. Show. Okay, okay, let's just cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going. On. That was for you, Paul, and you don't even go see it, so. What 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 I what I miss? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, he took his shirt off. Well, his shirt oh. was off most of the movie. He, actually. he never has a shirt on. It's a boxing <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this movie first run all the way. Uh, what say you, Joe? Absolutely, first run. Go with it. It's a great movie. It's it's better. It's I think Creed is a better Rocky than Rocky movies were. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard to say because it's a different era. 
Like the first Rocky is very slow. It's very slowly paced. But that was the yes. way it was done back then. Like and, yeah, and it was on. And it was by design. It was on purpose. Yes. I I think overall though, these new movies are so good that I mean they stand on their own and are are just really good movies that aren't tied to the original. Yes. But they give enough, uh, you know, little things to the that go back to the original that you know you can enjoy it. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's just enough fan service to to enjoy the original movies, and you have the callbacks, but it doesn't rely on them for its own. It, you know, it's not yes. like the new Star Wars movies, which live and die by callbacks and showing R two D two everywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's not dependent on the the previous movies. It just calls back to them occasionally. Is yeah. that is that the lead into the next movie? Okay, sorry. Well, I hope the lead into the next movie for Creed will be them fixing that light because I don't know what's going on with that thing. Yeah, because without that light, I mean, that's going to be the entire thing. It's going to be a five minute short. <laughs> <laughs> the city of Philadelphia said just him on the phone. Change a light bulb. <laughs> him on the phone, just like, I need this light fix. <laughs> it's going to be on Netflix. It's going to cost him $30 million and no one will watch it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So that was Creed 2. We both say go out and see it. It is worth the watch. All right. Let's move on to Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. This is a 2018 PG-13 cast is Johnny Depp, Kevin Guthrie, and Carmen Ejogo. <laughs> wow. Ejogo? Carmen Ejogo. IMDb gives it a 6.9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 39 and the audience give it a 64%. Description. The second installment of the Fantastic Beasts series featuring the adventures of Mag's, <laughs> Maggie zoologist Newt Scammander. Well, that's not that's the second installment. That's a weird description. I'm saying this is the sequel to this movie. <laughs> that's the description. No, the sequel it is a sequel to Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yeah, but you don't say that in the description. That's a weird description. You tell us what's going on in the movie, not that it's a sequel. Oh, okay. That's like Creed 2. There's a brief description of Creed 2. It's a sequel to Creed 1. Well, thank you. (laughs) That tells me a lot. Isn't that honestly all the description you need for a Harry Potter franchise? Maybe. We're part of Harry Potter. (laughs) Hey, come see us. We will have three people say Harry Potter at different times during this movie. (laughs) Uh, Director David Yates. He directed... Uh, the Fantastic Beasts, well, one and two, and he is planning on directing three, four, and five. So there's three more, <laughs> three more movies coming out for this series, and he also directed four of the Harry Potter, the original what seven or eight Harry Potters. He directed four of those. Uh, so he's very well versed in the Harry Potter lore and uh, storytelling. Box office: the budget is about two hundred million. Opening weekend, which was November 18th, it made about 62. And the gross U.S. so far as of December, November 29th is 123. So once you go worldwide, obviously that will do much, much better. I must give you my rating, which I shouldn't do yet. Uh, note, the renewed casting of Johnny Depp as Grindelwald caused considerable controversy due to Depp's highly publicized divorce which was accompanied by allegations of domestic abuse, which he denied. J.K. Rowling, however, has defended the casting choice, releasing statements in which she fully supports Depp's involvement in the film and its upcoming sequels. Johnny Depp signed, signed on without reading a script. He wanted to be part of the series because he's a self-proclaimed massive fan of the series. 
I don't think this is the first time Johnny Depp signed on to something without reading the script. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> he has made some poor choices. Uh, I'm pretty recent... sure Johnny Depp exclusively does not read scripts. <laughs> yeah, the Lone Ranger. Lock, right? He's like, oh, wait, I can play some weird character? I'm in. <laughs> do I get to do a funny dance? <laughs> All right, I'll do it. And will The Rock be in it? Because <laughs> one of us have to be. <laughs> Uh, did you, did they show the um, the wrestling uh, yes, movie before? They did show that trailer. <laughs> the trailer. <laughs> the whole time I thought I was watching, I'm like, oh, my son will really like this. <laughs> <laughs> my son Logan, he loves wrestling, even though he doesn't really watch it. But <laughs> when he can watch it, he does, and he loves it. So I I I'll have to take him <laughs> to this because The Rock is in it, and it's about wrestling. So uh, well, how can and is you go that on? like a based on a true story wrestling? Or is that's what it said. The, so I guess the movie like a real wrestler. Or? I get no, I don't know. I don't know, but according to the, it says based on a true event. So I presume one of the female stars in the WWE currently, this is her backstory. At least that's what I, I'm guessing. So it looks like it's a funny, uh, funny, uh, you know, comedy. So it looks fine. It's got the rock. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be all right. I'll take myself. I'll carry it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another note, Nicholas Flamel, maker of the Philosopher's Stone is featured in this movie after being mentioned multiple times in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which was called the Philosopher's Stone in the book and overseas, but it was changed in America to the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, so it's one in the same. And you can actually see the stone in this movie when he opens up his locker. The stone is present. You can see it. Now, I don't. I didn't get any of this. I'm not big enough uh, Harry Potter nerd to, to get half of that stuff. So, Paul, did you capture that at all? Yeah, yeah, he opens it up. It's glowing. It's a little red glowing thing when he he's getting something else out of the cabinet or something when he sees it. Wow. And you knew that's what that was? I knew that that was the Philosopher's Stone, yeah. And you knew that he is the one who created it, the maker? Yes, yes. Wow. Was... Good for you, In Paul. In fact, it, it, it strikes me... Well, I haven't gotten to my review yet, but it strikes me a little bit as like when the you know the prequels bring in R two D two C three PO. Yeah, just a little bit like uh, that. Anyway, go on. too spot on. Like, just oh, a call back until uh, Thanos shows up and yeah. puts it in his glove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a different. <laughs> yeah, Joe, you're mixing that up. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. It could be. Do they cross over Avengers oh, and Harry Potter? That would be oh. wonderful. That would be wonderful. All right, let me go first. Uh, then, uh, Paul, I'll let you go because you're much more informed. So I think your review will be much better than mine. I saw the first Fantastic Beasts when it was in the theaters. Uh, that's the last time I, I saw it one time. And I saw it in the theater and I absolutely loved it. I, I thought it was fantastic. Now, that was what, two years ago or whenever that was. So when I went to the, this one, like the first half of the movie, I just felt like I was just trying to catch up or yeah, catch up on what was going on. Like I couldn't figure out who was who and what was going on in the movie. Like they, they're, they're doing callbacks from the other movie and they're talking about people that I had no idea who they were. And there's a lot of like, they're there. There's a, this movie. They just gave you so much stuff to digest. Like they just like, blah, <laughs> just, they just like threw out an encyclopedia of Harry Potter facts in, in the, in the middle of this movie. And it's like, I, I can't keep up. I don't know what is going on in this movie. Then once I got past that, like to the point where I felt comfortable enough to actually enjoy the movie. And I felt like I knew was kind of what was going on. I really enjoyed it, but the first half of the movie, I, I just felt like overwhelmed with the story that was being told. 
And that may, that's my fault, maybe. I didn't, I should have seen the, watched the first one, then gone in. But I'm nowhere near the fan that apparently you are, Paul, where you, that Nicholas Flamel guy, I, I, I totally missed that reference. I'm sure I missed about a trillion references, a million different callbacks to Harry Potter and maybe whatever else. I, I missed all that stuff. I just, I'm a simple man who just watches and <laughs> just sees what's on the screen and doesn't read into anything because I don't know anything to read into. So I enjoyed the movie. I liked the first one better because to me, the first one, I, I totally enjoyed it from the minute it started because they weren't referencing things. You know, it was a brand new story. So they weren't trying, they weren't saying things from the past. That I was trying to figure out what was going on. I could just enjoy the moment and I knew it was all new where this one, I felt more compelled to be like, Oh, well, what are they talking about? And who's this person that they just mentioned and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know. It's, at a certain point during the first quarter of the movie, I was like, I'm not really enjoying this movie all that much. But uh, like I said, once it picked up, uh, I thought uh, I thought it was really well done. And I thought Johnny Depp was fantastic in this role. I thought uh, I liked, liked the way he uh, per- portrayed his character, even though I know nothing about him. And there's a million different plot twists that I guess I'll let you go into, Paul, that I thought were, okay, well, I figured as much. I guess this, that's going to be the the little thing with this series where at the end of every movie, there's going to be this huge twist that just shakes up the world. Uh, but I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed it and I will go see the next one because, you know, it ends on a, a nice note where you're like, Oh boy, there's some stuff going down now. So, uh, but for me, I'd say, I guess give it a second run just because like I said, uh, it was a little, little thick for my liking. It could have been watered down a little bit more, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, but Paul, I'm very anxious to hear what you have to say about this movie. So please, by all means. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, I, I really, I really didn't care for this movie for one. It, to me, it was a hundred percent clear at the end of fantastic beast that Ezra Miller's character was dead. See, did, did you have any doubt in your mind that that's another that thing? This I, is not a retcon that they decided to make just a, I didn't even. I don't even. Rec- I don't even remember that character in the first one. What happened? Really? Yeah. What happened in the first? Like, yeah. I, so I have he, no idea. He's at the orphanage or whatever, where you know, he's got Carrie's mom. You know, the whole you're a witch thing and you're evil. You know, Carrie. I mean, the Stephen King movie. I'm calling making a callback. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, he's got the evil religious woman mother and 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 he's a magician. You know, he's a he becomes that obscurest thing at the end. The uh, black, no, no. Uh, I just remember they're in a, the subway or something, and the dude turns into Johnny Depp, and they take him away. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I really have very little recollection of the first movie. Okay, what? Well, Colin, what's his name? I always get his name wrong. The guy that Johnny Depp before he became Johnny Depp, you know, what I'm talking about. Anyway, he he's he's leading on this. He's got this this boy that he's trying to, he knows there's a dark wizard. There's a wizard that turned into this monster thing. Right. Yeah. I, I guess I don't want to tell all of the first movie just to, just to explain that the second <laughs> yeah, movie uh, sucks. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, to me, it was pretty clear. He was dead at the end of the first. They, I mean, some indication, if you really were going to, if they really were planning on having to bring back something, some indication that he, he was still alive. Cause at the end they destroy him. It's the end of the movie. And then he shows back up in the second movie. I, I just found this movie confusing. And it's it's almost like someone needed to write a book so that they could 
clear up the plot for the movie. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay. So there's two more. Mo- there's three more movies after this one. I have to imagine they have all the plot and everything already worked out, right? I mean, they have the whole story done and they just have to fill in some details and, you know, some blah, blah, blah. But they have. That probably wasn't true when they filmed one. It might be true now, but I, I, I would seriously doubt that they had any plans of going anywhere with this for two when they made one. Because hmm. it just doesn't seem connected. It, it seems more connected to. It's much more connected to the Harry Potter series than it is. To the first movie, which kind of odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fan things in it. I found it confusing. I found Queenie's motivation seemed odd to me. The whole, you know, she was she enchanted him so that he would marry her, and then then she joins the evil wizards because of it. I I kind of confused by that. Like, yeah. just what was her motivation? Well, because he said that wizards and you know. Uh, uh, Mo- not moguls, but uh, muggles, muggles yeah. should uh, could be together in his world or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah know. It, just, it, it did seem it just seemed like seemed like an odd, like yeah. oh okay, so I'm going to be evil. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a hard time with a lot of the motivation in it. I mean, I get Dumbledore's in love with Grindelwald. I, I, I think they made that clear, but or was at one time, and but then it seemed weird that he he, he no matter what he wasn't going to face him because of it. I guess. I guess it. They explained it. It's because of that little, yeah, little, little jar thing. Yeah, but. yeah. Now wait a second. When you say in love, you mean in a, uh, you know, I'm, sexual manner. I, obviously, it was redundant, but I would assume kind of so. I mean, don't you think? First of all, Fantastic Beast, and I. You don't remember the first one? No. They made really. <laughs> I, I thought it was really suggestive that Grindelwald and Ezra Miller. You know, like Grindelwald was. There was a gay subtext between Grindelwald and Ezra Miller in that, and it wasn't. It was a dark, a dark place. But yes, did you not get that subtext? Maybe I'm. Well, I think you read that into everything, but. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the, the whole, the whole, like doing, like they did the flashbacks with the young ones, uh, and they're like making a blood pack and touch of hands. I, I, I read that more of uh, because it's Harry Potter, and obviously it's going to be more, you know toned down just like brotherly love type thing but i, I could see it i mean yeah I, I i could easily see the next movie if it turns in that direction i'll be like, oh okay that makes sense yeah i think that's why jk rowling says well duh, he, he's gay because the, the, that's the explanation as to why because dumbledore was evil for a while right i mean he was on the not he was a nazi let's let's go with the the um the obvious in uh world analogy right he was a Nazi because of Grindelwald. He was so in love with Grindelwald. Okay. And he, they ended up killing his sister, uh, Dumbledore's sister. And, and Dumbledore's other brother never spoke to him again because of it or whatever. Some, something along those lines. So, yeah, I think there's an implication. I, I mean, I don't know. I, if it's just, I, if it was a literal brother, sure. But it, but if it was just a hmm. friend and a friend turns evil, I, I don't know. How reluctant are you to, to, like, go after them? I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe and and I I thought that's why she she mentioned that he was gay to try to explain why he why he was unable to go out why he was reluctant to go after him for so long, um and why he was a Nazi at one point right it kind of uh, glosses that over a bit anyhow what I'm trying <laughs> to say is uh, there was a lot of twists and turns and not, the, the plot didn't make a lot of sense to me and 
there was retcons for just the, the purpose of retcons. Um, and I didn't care for the movie. I find it hard to follow. Didn't find Newt particularly easy to relate to or understand his his hesitation to to take sides. I didn't understand Dumbledore's really. You know, I not in the movie sense. At least the movie didn't make it clear really yeah. what his hesitation was. So, uh, I mean, I would say stream it because you like Harry Potter, but but it was a disappointment to me. It, it seemed like a real not thought out plot. The plot was was hard to follow, and I can only presume that they did all of this to make the next four or what three movies, you know, to set up the next three movies. Because it seemed like they're just throwing a bunch of shit out there, like, okay, here, this, 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 and that, that, that. that. Uh, it's just like, oh man, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I just found it really hard to follow, and it, and and I knew, you know, I knew who Nicholas Flemmel was. Yeah, so that, yeah, I, I put it, I I just, you know, racked it up to me not knowing the story and being a big enough fan to follow it. But and I knew Grindelwald had, they showed Grindelwald had the Elder Wand, which is the one that uh, D- Dumbledore eventually carries. So we know it gives you a hint as how to how things go down, right? Wow. And it's supposed to be a really powerful wand. At the beginning, they kind of, yeah, I didn't care for this movie. I, I just couldn't, couldn't connect. Couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't understand the plot, or get behind anybody. I didn't know what I was rooting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they. So the first one you did like, though, right? Yeah, I liked the first one. But okay. The first one I liked it because it was just kind of a separate. Yeah. It had very little to do. Yep. The connection at the end seemed a little forced, but. It was just another story set in the same universe. And yeah. I feel like this one is uh let's try to tie this into into the Harry Potter universe as much as we can. Now, you know. All right. Yeah, I uh I tend to agree with everything you said, Paul, but I don't know half the stuff you said, so that's perfect. <laughs> so I'm re- I haven't seen it and I'm not a huge per- Harry Potter fan. Well, I'm not a fan at all, but it confuses me to know that like Dumbledore's evil. Uh, he, he was, he, no, so when he was young, like a, a teen, he f- fell in love. I mean, I, I think that's what she's implying, right? With a guy who was the most evil wizard, wizard you can, you can think of. So he was the Voldemort type of yes. evil? Yes. Uh, Grindelwald. Eventually he ended up killing his sister accidentally. That's kind of a long story too, or kind of confusing yeah. as to what, what happened there. And eventually he saw the error of his ways and changed. And, you know, long story short, but but that's all so in the Harry Potter. So like the story of Dumbledore then? Yeah, a little bit, but not not a lot. I mean, we had maybe, what, three or four scenes that implied what, what happened here? I kind of wish it was more Dumbledore because I feel like Newt just ran around <laughs> aimlessly. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I also thought it was really weird that, okay... So you have uh, Lestrange, the Lestrange baby, and he just happens to be switched with Dumbledore yeah. baby. I mean, what's the chances of that happening on a, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, that, that's, a, that's a Charles Dickens sort of uh, <laughs> coincidence. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That one, that, that's a little hard to swallow. Anyhow. So yeah, I, I was extremely disappointed. Maybe I hope it's a setup in, in the, the next movie is, all of that's out of the way, and it's going to be a more clear cut. I can understand what's going on and what I'm supposed to be rooting for. Uh, movie. 
So there, and, and this is kind of, and this, you know, not being a Harry Potter person. So what does this do? I mean, it seems like this is a much darker take on Harry Potter and introducing a bunch of stuff that would seem to contradict all the people taking their kids to Harry Potter land at Universal Studios. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I would, it's definitely a lot darker. Um, it's a definitely a, like I, I've seen all, if you've seen all of the Harry Potter movies, I don't know that you ever thought, oh, there's a Holocaust that's going to have, that's actually happening. Or does it kind of feel like that's kind of what uh, Grindelwald yeah, wow. went? Wow, that is crazy, because I've, I've seen the first half of all of them. <laughs> I, my, my kids liked them, and I just got, for the life of me, I could not stay awake for the duration of a single Harry Potter movie. Wow. They, they are like Ambien in video form. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe maybe you'll really like this movie. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just a matter of taste, and I I just, this one's not for me. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of stuff that's kind of a lot of inside baseball with it too, where they don't have the, they don't, you know, you have to know this stuff as opposed to have that, you know, that protagonist who has no idea what's going on, so has to have everything explained to link back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I would need a character like that to really relate to that universe at this point because I'm so far away from it. Well, I'm essentially like that, Joe. I don't really know anything about anything. Everything goes over my head. I'm like, oh, all right, there you go. <laughs> I went on the ride once and got kind of ill with the dragon. Oh, boy. It was at the spiders where the ride took that turn and it kind of made my stomach up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's multiple rides and they're even making a new coaster, so. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yep. So it ought to be fun. Ho- hopefully it's not like a Holocaust coaster. Be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Orlando, Florida, so <laughs> they got the heat to <laughs> work it for them. <laughs> it could be, a, could be a welcome thing for Florida. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that will bring this episode to a close. So thanks again to Paul and Joe for joining me. And until next time, that's a wrap. 